Hello and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. We exist to see lives transformed through Jesus and are located in the heart of Surrey, BC, Canada. To find out more, visit us at horizonchurch.ca. We hope this message blesses and inspires you. Well, good morning. Great to see you. I can't really see you, but you can see me uh, as I often on Sunday morning here when we're here with everybody in the room. I'll say, uh, let's engage because I can see you. It's not TV, but today it is TV. Maybe it's uh, in front of a computer screen or a phone, but wherever you are, uh, let me encourage you to engage. Uh, when I say uh, repeat after me, repeat after me, grab your Bible, get a notebook. Uh, let's, let's really engage in what God wants to say for, uh, to us this morning through his word. But what a great time of worship and prayer. We took a little bit more time in prayer this morning as we, we want to make sure that we keep ourselves centered on the Lord and on what he's doing and saying and continue to go to him in prayer, uh, believing that God's going to move and touch in a powerful way. So right uh, right now, uh, we're going to go into the Word, but before we do, I just want to say how good it is for me to get out of my house. I love my family, but we've been on social isolation for 14 days, and we uh, yesterday went out for the very first time and had to pick up a few groceries, and it was good to be out in the, in the fresh air and all that. Uh, we are not sick in any way. It's just uh, part of what was mandated because we are traveling. But So wherever you're from this morning, if you're in the UK or if you're you're in Mexico, or if you're our missionary friends uh, watching from Africa, wherever you are, maybe in Metro Vancouver, welcome, and let's uh, let's go into what the what we have to talk about today. Uh, just we're just continuing to we have this term called social distancing and and can i encourage you i'm just looking at that a little differently uh i know the term and what it's meant to convey but there's also something we lose in that uh we've been saying to our in our uh, social channels and in various ways physical distancing while maintaining social and spiritual connections because we're social creatures and and we're spiritual creatures and we're better together and walking through it together um and can I also encourage you to continue to not get your information on what's going on from a meme on a social media channel or uh, because someone copied and pasted something and said, if you don't paste it, you're a terrible person. It's something that they got from their uncle or their next door neighbor's friend's second cousin uh, that lives over the fence. Like, just let that stuff go and let's let experts speak to the speak to this situation and let's stay in our lane. Uh, it's been wonderful to have our provincial uh, health officer speaking to it and, and giving us clarity on it. And we're continuing to collaborate and work with that. And, and we will in the days that come ahead. Uh, as I've been saying, uh, this has been a little bit bumpy. It's been a little challenging time. Shanda and I were talking the other night and and just almost like, is this even real? Like over the course of just a couple of weeks, how much everything has shifted and changed. And it's, uh, I think it's not just going to be bumpy for a week or two, but it's probably going to be in the short term, bumpy, so to speak, and financially, bumpy economically, bumpy relationally, bumpy, bumpy socially in so many ways. It's almost like a blizzard when it comes in and you're just trying to get through this blizzard. But also, I think in the short, the midterm, there's going to be some challenges as well. A, a blizzard is often a harbinger of a, of a, into a new season of winter. And I want you to consider that 
this might not go on for just three weeks, but it could be three months, it could be six months, it could be a year or more where we're going through different challenges, sorry about that, challenges, and it may not be uh, specifically to the degree that we're talking about right now, but it could be uh, difficult in many, many different ways. It's almost like when you, if you've ever had a surgery or have gone through something like that, you can have the surgery and deal with the issue, and it takes some time to recover. So anticipate some time to recover for our economy and for, for everything in our lives as we eventually get back to what's normal. And in the long term, I have a hunch that it's going to look different. Uh, I don't, I'm not saying that in a, necessarily in a negative way. It's just going to look different, uh, much like how... Uh, after 9-11 and the, uh, the Twin Towers and all that that meant, everything changed in how we flew and related and in so many ways because of that. And I think in some ways we're looking at that type of a change. So uh, that's why a couple of weeks ago I talked about never let the presence of Jesus or never let the presence of a storm cause you to doubt the presence of Jesus. And why last week I talked about out of Romans 15 and 13, where I said, May the God of all hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you will overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And storms like this or deep challenges like this happen. And I don't think there's anybody uh, probably around right now that has experienced it, though, to this depth to this width, to the, 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 just everything has been disrupted in our lives and everything that we have kind of come to rely on is being disrupted. Are we prepared for a longer storm? Are we prepared for more than just a week or a two? And so I felt like this morning I wanted to talk about being prepared for a longer storm, building something that lasts so that you can get through and not only get through, that you can get through strong. A number of years ago, Shanda and I led a group of young adults and we went camping around, I think around April or May, around this time of the year, on Quadra Island, which is just off of Vancouver Island, um, just near Campbell River. And so we were out on this lake, and I think it was called Village Lakes, and it was kind of a rainy, cold day in the spring, and loaded up canoes, and we traveled across the lake and paddled, and, and we set up our camp, and it was kind of rainy and miserable that day, and, and we got through that night, and the next day it just started to get a little worse, and, and we had our tarps up, and we were making lunch and dinner and all that, and huddled around the fire, making the best of it. Went to bed the second night, and, and, and in the middle of the night, uh, I was, uh, Shanda and I and the kids are in one tent, and, and we were woken to a, a loud crash. And this, just a boom and crash and bang and thought, oh my goodness, maybe there's a bear. And I wake up and I'm soaking wet. Nothing like camping when you're soaking wet. That's a guarantee of, of that rain is going to come. Just plan to go camping. Isn't that true? And anyway, so I wake up and I get out and I go to try and find out what's happened. And the tarp that was over our kitchen area had filled with water and it had torn off the trees where we had tied it. And the water had uh, spilled and uh, knocked our kitchen apart and the wind was howling and tarps were flowing. And I just started waking uh, all the, everyone up and we started to pack up and we left uh, very, very quickly the next morning because we were not prepared for that. We were not prepared for the storm. The camp was built for a sunny day. The camp was not built to last and the storm showed that. 
because storms reveal our reality. Storms reveal the real us. Storms reveal how we're going, how we're, how things are inside of us. You know, in the middle of last week, I had to turn off uh, some of the things that I was watching on 24-hour news channels and Twitter and various things, and even social media, unfollowing some places because the constant stream of interpretation of information was negative and and all the bad things that could happen and what bleeds leads and and just it got so much that I found myself and maybe you have too felt moments where the anxiety would start to well up within me and I started thinking down the road and and all the bad things that could happen and I knew that I needed to lessen some of that into my ear and even at moments I started to feel angry with people and irritated and I realized that the storm was revealing some things in me that were not good all of us the storm that we're in is revealing the reality of how we're built Storms reveal our reality. It's revealing our emotional challenges as we see anger surfacing and frustration and fear and debilitating anxiety. It's revealing our financial problems. It's revealing our relational issues. Everything is coming to the surface in the middle of this storm. Revealing our fragility despite our wealth, despite our smarts, Despite our medicine, despite our planning, despite our strong economy, everything has ground to a halt in the face of this storm. It's revealed our vulnerability. And Jesus talked about that. He talked about a parable of a storm. And a parable is simply an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. And and we're going to look at one in an account written by one of Jesus' followers named Matthew. Jesus came to him one day and and Matthew was just a tax collector. And the tax collectors were hated because they were seen to be collaborating with an oppressive power of Rome. And, And so... Jesus came up to that man, Matthew, and said, follow me. And in a moment, Matthew made a decision to follow Jesus, and his life was forever altered. He went from being uh, one who had collaborated with an oppressive Rome to being one who was now walking with an empowering and releasing and forgiving Jesus. And he went from that seat to being one who wrote the account that we're going to read today. Stories like that give me great hope. It reminds us that no matter where we're at, no matter where we've come from, no matter what our past might look like, that a moment with Jesus when he says, follow me, can forever alter the momentum of your life. You might have been had some terrible moments and you might have had some difficult things. You might be walking through them right now. But as we hear the voice of Jesus saying, follow me, he can lead us into what we're meant to be in and the life that he intends for for us. Anyway, we go into that story, uh, and it's in times like this that we need to be sure that who we're listening to, who we're following, is uh, reliable and true. And so when Jesus speaks, I listen, because anybody who predicts their own death, burial, and resurrection, and then does it, is worth following, and that's Jesus. In Matthew 7, in verse 24 to 27, I'm going to read that. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, 
The streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall. Why? Because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down and the storms rose, streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash. There's a big storm. The rain came down. The waters came up. The wind blew against it and beat upon that house from every direction. And it shows us that no house is exempt from the storm. Sometimes we go through our storm but sometimes like this, we all go through a storm and we're going through that storm together. We are never promised a storm-free, trouble-free, trial-free life. In fact, one uh, church uh, leader, Peter, who was one of the early apostles, wrote this in 1 Peter chapter 4. He said this, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trial that you're going through as if something strange is happening to you. Don't be surprised. But I think that many of us are surprised. Like me on my camping trip, we are surprised at the storm. We were planning for sunny days, and it's a stormy, uh, an unrelenting stormy season coming to get us from above, from below, from across, all at once coming on us, and it's battering the house that we live in. It's battering our lives from every direction. And Jesus speaks to that. He says, two houses went through the storm coming at it from every direction. Each house came through differently. The first house stood firm in the face of the storm because it had its foundation on a rock. The second house didn't stand firm. It fell flat because it was built on the sand. Same storm, different result. And Jesus tells us how these houses represent our lives. One person hears the word of Jesus and puts it into practice. They hear the word of Jesus where he said, come unto me, follow me. They hear the words of the gospel where it says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus. They hear that while I was a sinner, that Christ died for me and they respond. And not only do they respond, then Jesus comes and they begin to build their life on a foundation that doesn't change a foundation that is unshakable, a foundation that is unmovable, the very person of Jesus. But some people hear the same words and they don't put them into practice. The storm reveals our reality. What is this storm revealing about you? What is it revealing about me? What is it revealing about our culture? See, most of the time, we're able to avoid storms. When they come, we back out or we avoid them or we brush it under the rug. But we are in a season where you cannot avoid the storm any longer. Too many of us, though, are built for sunny days. Too many of us are built for everything working. And we're in a season where everything that we try... Everything that we're doing, everything that we've trusted in is being shaken, it's being rattled, it's being shaken to the core. The wind is coming, the rain is beating down, the flood is coming up and trying to eat at our foundation. And in times like this, 
Who are you building on? The difference is how you're built. The windows of your life might be rattling. Your finances might be taking a hit. You can be uh, going through some difficult things, but you can stand firm. Your job might have disappeared, but you can make it. The winds of discouragement and, and anxiety might be blowing through your, the, the wind, through your soul, but you can overcome. The floods of emotions may be threatening your equilibrium, feeling like you're going to topple, but they don't have to destroy you. The difference is in how you're built. I started by talking about my camp that was built for sunny days. It was built for easy times of no wind and rain and all of that. And it, it, it showed that because it was destroyed in a moment. And in a number of years ago, though, I had the privilege of having a layover in Dubai, uh, this city that's an incredible story. If you haven't seen it, look it up later. But how it, in the middle of all, all this sand, they found a way to build something uh, that was absolutely incredible. And I saw this tower called the Burj Khalifa, and it stretches almost 830 meters into the air. But what you don't see is its foundation. What you don't see is that there are over two, over a hundred different pillars, five feet across, going over 200 feet into the ground until they hit something solid. And on top of all that, it's all tied together by an incredibly thick uh, cement pad of 12 feet thick that all this rises upon. You can build tall and you can stand strong if you go deep into your foundation. Jesus said this, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. Your foundation can be strong. That word here means not just to hear, but it implies to listen. It figuratively means to hear God's voice in such a way that it builds faith within you. God's word is meant to birth faith in you, a faith that overcomes, a faith that enables you to stand strong, a faith that is en enables you to keep going when others are quitting, a faith that can overcome anxiety, a faith that can get through a storm, a faith that can get through loss. That's what the word of Jesus is meant to build into you if you will hear it and listen to it. It all starts with hearing the words of Jesus. Are we hearing? Last night, we were, uh, I was getting ready uh, to do one of those things on, I think it was on Facebook, where I ask you a bunch of questions of, uh, where you ask your spouse or someone close to you to give you their feedback, and then you're supposed to post it, which I haven't done yet. But one of the questions was, uh, and so I asked Shanda this, what do I do that irritates you the most? That's a dangerous question because it could be a long list. But she honed in pretty quick. She says, when you don't listen to me. I was like, what do you mean? Well, I have been known to be watching TV, a sports show, texting someone while listening to Shanda about the grocery list of things I need to go pick out, maybe three things. And then I find myself, when I get to the grocery store, I have this list of three things. I go all around the store, and I come back home with 27 things and only two of the three things that she asked me to go for. Why? Because I wasn't really listening. I heard, but I was not listening. We all have done that. We have all experienced that when someone did it to us. What are we listening to? What are you listening to? What's landing inside of you? What's building you? What's the voice 
that is shaping you? Is it the voice of Jesus where he said, hear these words of mine and put them into practice? Maybe it's just the voices around you, a 24-7 news channel that goes on and spews out information that causes you to tremble in fear and wonder if you're going to make it. Maybe there's some good voices around you of friends that encourage you. Maybe there's the voice of the enemy. He's called the father of lies and continually spewing lies about who you are and that God has abandoned you and God doesn't care about you. God's not good to you. You'll never make it. Or maybe it's your own inner voice that has been playing for you since you were young. Various studies have shown that 85% of our thought is negative about ourselves, our lives, our situation. Things could be going well, but we continue to play negativity. And Jesus, though, said, those who hear these words of mine and put them into practice will stand firm. You can hear these words of mine. Where do we hear these words? We hear them primarily in the Bible, and we also hear them in our spirit as Jesus speaks to us always in line with the word of God. Yet, a 2013 study of Canadian Christians showed that only 11% read their Bible daily. Just over a quarter read it a few times a week or maybe a month. Yet, Romans says this in 10 and verse 17, Paul writing to a church that was in the middle of a persecution, he said, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The word of God helps us to hear God. And when we hear God, it builds the faith as we talked at the beginning. Many of us though have built our faith and lived our life dependent upon an occasional Sunday gathering. And that's not going to cut it in this season. It's not going to enable you to be strong. It's not going to enable you to stand firm in the middle of a storm. It's not going to enable you that kind of a faith to, to stand in there and when, when everything's coming against you. Too many of us have built our life like I built for that camping trip, built for a sunny day. But storms reveal our reality. When I put those things together, it tells me that many of us are not ready for a storm. We are not built to last. We are feeding our fear and starving our faith. We're feeding our fear with incessant bad news. We're feeding our fear with negative thoughts. We're feeding our fear with people's interpretation of our information. When we need to begin to feed our faith with the word of Jesus and let him strengthen you, let him encourage you, let him get, let the word of Jesus get inside of you so that you can overcome everything that's coming against you. I watched this show on the history channel called Deadliest Catch. And it's this show where they go through and they go fishing off into these incredible places that are difficult and stormy and the waves crashing over. But they're able to get through the storm as long as the storm doesn't get inside of them. And I want to say that to you today. The word of God in you overcomes the pressure of the storm that is against you right now. And Jesus said, it's time to build on a stronger foundation. It's time to build to last. It's time to 
to build so you will stand. That when the storm pushes against you, having done all to stand, you can still stand. When it's pushing against your marriage, you will stand. When it's pushing against your mental health, you can stand. When it's pushing against your emotional health, you can stand. Not because of just mental or uh, positive thinking, but because the God of heaven is inside of you. Through the word of God, he's quickening you. Through the power of God, he's strengthening you. He comes to you and he says things like this in 1 Samuel uh, chapter 2 and verse 8. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He comes to us in the ashes of our defeat and he lifts us. Jesus is a rebuilder. The word says that Jesus is a restorer. He's come. Don't allow your defeat to define you. Don't allow your loss to limit you. Hear the word of the Lord that Jesus is lowering himself into our ash heap, lowering himself into our defeat place and saying, I'm lifting you up. Hear these words of mine and put them into practice. The word of God in you can overcome the pressure of the storm against you. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things which you're not even aware of. Call unto Jesus in the middle of this storm. Jesus said in John 6, The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. When his word gets inside of you, it encourages you on the inside. It begins to release the power of his life in you so that the word of God in you is stronger than the pressure of the storm against you. It's time to feed your faith and starve your fear. I want you to stand firm. I want you to make it through. I want your marriage to survive. I want you to overcome the pressure. I want you to overcome the anxiety. I want you to walk out of bitterness. I want you to come out of this stronger than you went into it. I want you to come out with your head held high. And no matter what has gone on, the, 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 as Isaiah says, the, that you walk through the, the water, it will not overwhelm you. That when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned that when you walk through this trial that God is going to work on your behalf he's going to form himself in you you're going to come out stronger you're going to come out with his power you're going to come out with his grace you're going to come out with his strength you will come out if you will hear as Jesus said hear these words of his and put them into practice you will stand firm in the middle of the storm three things I just want you to grab a hold of really quickly to get the word in you. Turn down some other words that you're listening to. Maybe get off your social media. Use this time of isolation a little bit and turn off your Netflix a little bit more and put your Bible on a little bit more. Read, get into the, get into the word of God. Say, pastor, I don't have time. You got time now. This is time. Use this time so that when the storm comes and it keeps going, that you will come through strong. Get into the gospels and read about Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Open the Psalms and see how God processes us through difficult times. Read the epistles and see what God says about you. If you don't have a Bible, you can go on onto your app store and get what's called the YouVersion Bible app and look for a devotional plan. Get the word of God inside of you and allow God to strengthen you and hear the word of God in listening prayer. Something powerful about just becoming before the Lord in prayer and say, Jesus, speak to my heart and listen for his still small voice. It'll sound a lot like what he says in the Bible, but he'll begin to speak to you specifically. He'll begin to move into you and build some strong foundations 
things within you. Maybe you've been a little rattled right now. Get into the book, get into the, the Bible, but also get into your listening to the voice of Jesus for you where Jesus can speak because Jesus wants to help you stand strong. He's good. But you know what? We've said this in the last number of weeks. Some of us have not made Jesus the foundation of our life. We put it, our foundation on what, how, how good we have it, our finances, our abilities, our, our resources, all that, and everything's being shaken, and you're being shaken and threatened to fall. And God is so good. Uh, Jesus tells a story where a man came, and, and he was struggling with his, where he was at and didn't know how to move forward. He felt like there was no way forward. And he said this. He said, God... Be merciful to me, a sinner. Seven little words change the momentum of his life. Can I encourage you, if you've never made Jesus the forgiver and leader of your life, build today. Begin to build on that foundation. And if you pray that from your heart, God sees your heart. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Or maybe you're a follower of Jesus, but you're in that small, that large percentage that rarely gets the word of God into you. Can I encourage you to begin to get Time, a certain time, a certain place, a certain plan. Get the word of God in you. If you need to, uh, if you don't have a Bible reading plan, get on our socials. Uh, Pastor Daniel is going to do a demonstration in the next couple of days of, of walking through how to read your Bible and to get more out of your Bible so God can begin to strengthen you from the inside. I want to pray. If you're this morning making a decision to follow Jesus for the first time or you're rededicating your life to him, you can just go to horizonfam.ca and click on connect and let us know. And we want to help you walk forward in that. We're not going to spam you, but we just simply believe that it's one of the most incredible life-changing decisions you will ever make to follow Jesus. And let us know and we want to help you. But for everyone, for that, I'm going to pray. And also for all of us this morning, as our worship team comes, we're going to sing in a moment. Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord, for those that are making a decision to put you at the foundation of their life this morning, where we have made all kinds of things, where we've made ourselves our foundation, where we've made our resources, our, our ability, whatever it means, Lord, to, to build our lives on. Thank you that you, Jesus, have made a way. And Lord, I pray that as people pray that prayer, maybe in their living room or in a coffee shop or wherever they are, God be merciful to me, a sinner, that you hear and you answer and you begin and transfer them into a new, uh, a new way of living. And Lord, for those, Lord, that recognize, Lord, that we're being shaken and we need more of you. Lord, help us to hear your word as we read your word, as we commit, Lord, whether through an app or just simply picking it up and beginning to read in the gospels, Lord Jesus. Lord, that you would quicken us, you would uh, build us, you would strengthen us, that there would be such a strong foundation. We would come out better. We would come out stronger. Lord, that truly we can say with great faith that our best days are still in front of us, that greater is he that's within us than anything that's within the world, that the, that the word of God God inside of us is stronger than the storm that comes against us. In the strong name of Jesus, we pray. Let's join with our worship team as we sing, He is the King of my heart. We hope you enjoyed this message from Horizon Church. To find your next step, visit horizonfam.ca. Have a great week.